All right, so we are over here on Daf Lamites 39. And we're up to the Marbury de Ravna, fourth line down. Marbury de Ravna, Masni Lelikula. He says that they're both Arla and Kalayim in the more lenient way. Zev is a Yorid locate. That in both cases, you can actually go down and gather, okay, which is obviously more lenient. Um, as long as you're not gathering directly, okay? So um, the Gentile can go and gather from the, the climb or from the Arla, and as long as you're not the one doing it, you don't worry, it's fine. Okay, so now... So you can eat from it. Yeah, you can eat from it, even if you know it. That's in Chutz okay? It's only you yourself can't do it. Now, Amr Levi so Levi told Shmuel, Aryoch, you, um, here's what we were living, they remember, they lived in Babel. So Levi told Shmuel, Aryach, which was a honorific, whatever, it's like a, uh, he says, Safik li v'anoichol. You know, don't tell me what you're doing, and I'll eat it, okay? As long as, uh, I, right, in other words, I, as long as I, in other words, as long as you do it in such a way that uh, it's going to be uh, not clear to me what you're, what you're feeding me, then it's fine. He said, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm picking two oranges, you don't know which one's which, and then, you know, you could, you know, you could eat one, and then you pick from, you know, and I don't know which one, or whatever, as long as I don't know what I'm eating, and you don't know what you're eating, it's all permitted, that's basically the idea. So, Amri Kharifit of Pumbedisa, the sharp ones of Pumbedisa, said, there is no Arla in Chotzlaretz. You don't have to worry about first three, the, the fruits of the first three years in Chotzlaretz. So not an issue. Is this related to the, to the to not cutting the child for three years? It, they say that that's connected, but that the mitzvah, of, but that's how. But we're talking about the isra of eating fruit, fruit from a fruit tree. That's all we're talking about. It's connected, but you know, like it's nothing explicit. Yeah, they it say. Is a yeah, there's a minag, and they attach it to the mitzvah of Arla. But the point being is, we're talking about actual fruit. So if you have your own fruit tree, and for three years you can't eat the fruit, that's what. And they're saying, no, you could. It's not a problem. So Shalkar Rav Yehuda So he sent what they, they did to Rav Yochanan and Shalachlei. Sasum Sveika. First of all. Don't even publicize that doubtful Arla's mutter. Keep it under wraps because people are too lenient. That's first of all. And destroy what is actually, surely, you know, in other words, let's say you have a fruit tree that you know is, is, um, is uh, Arla. You should destroy those fruits, meaning because it is Aser in Chutzlaretz. But why destroy them? The birds eat it. Whatever. That's what he's saying. No, to to prove, to show that it's... The meaning... That you're fulfilling the meat. No, right. To show that... Right, because uh, this is a way to show that it's serious. You um, have a fruit tree and it... Uh, you let it be and it uh, falls on the ground and produces another fruit tree. Is that fruit tree forbidden under the laws of world? That's a great question. If As long as you're not... As long as you didn't deal with it, you don't have to worry about it. So but, but if you plant it, then it's a Right, right. It could be it's a problem if you plant it, because you're not allowed to benefit from it, but right. 
Anyway, the hakra is a person shetunim knisa, and you have to declare on the fruit of the harifi devon bedisa that it needs knisa. The cholo omer in orla bchutzlaretz, and anyone who's so brazen to say there's no orla in chutzlaretz, leyehelo nin venechen mashlechavil begarav bekalashem, shouldn't have any offspring or grandchildren that are that are mashlechavil begarav bekalashem, meaning it's a curse basically. Uh, um, they won't be Yehudim. They won't be Tamid the That's really what he's saying. Okay. Oh, okay. Now the question is, Okay, that's Rabbi Yochran's opinion. Remember, we already established Rabbi Yochran's opinion is Arla's Bizmana, is Allah Lemosh Misina, that we have to keep Arla in Chutzlaret. So, but what is their opinion? Like this price, though. Look at this chain, okay? And Rabbi uh, Lazar goes, what is that? There is no Arla in Chotzart. So the Gemara says, how can you say something below? Didn't our mission say, the same Rabbi Lazar, we're talking Rabbi Lazar. The same Rabbi Lazar, she says, also Chodesh. Not only is Kalayim and Arla Noig in Chutzarts, but even Chadash. That's what he is on. So the Gemara says, Vini, you have to fix it. Chadash. He says, no, the only one that is applicable outside of Israel is Chadash, not Arla and Kalayim. What happens if you go to the tree place where they see trees? Yeah. And you, because it happened to me, I bought a tree with once young. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old it was, very young. Yeah, it's true. And I planted it. It restarts the clock. Restarts the clock as soon as I plant it. Mm-hmm. That so, is correct. Okay. There's a tri- there are tricks to the trade, because if you plant it, let's say, right before uh, Rosh Hashanah, you know, and it's enough that it takes root before Rosh Hashanah, so let's say what will happen is, is that it um, you you saved yourself a year because in like a month it's already going to be uh, it's ready it's going to be finished the first year and it's ready in year two. Ah, so, so you cut out you cut out a year if you know what you're doing. That's the that's the, the even though it, it's true that we Rosh Hashanah Yolana says two bishvat, but that's for a different halacha. That's for Maisris, but not for uh, not for Orla. Okay. Amar Rav Asi Amar Rav Yechanan Arlo B'chutzarot Halach L'mashim Misinai Like we said, he holds that it's Halach L'mashim Misinai Amar Le Reb Zeir Le Reb Asi So Reb Zeir said to Reb Asi How can you say that it's In Chutzarot Halach L'mashim Misinai Vatanya the Bible says Safek Arlo B'aret Asar B'surya Mutter Safek In Eretz Yisrael Safek Arlo is Asar In Syria it's Mutter And how can it be If it's the rice meaning halach l'mosh musinai. Why isn't it aser b'safik too? Has to have the same stringencies. Halach l'mosh musinai is a is a is a has the severity of of a Torah law because it's just oral, but it's still Torah law. So what's the deal? So eshtom kishalchada. He was a little bit uh, silent for a minute. You know, it took him time to, you know, like that's a bomb kasha, good kasha. And then he finally came up with an answer. Maybe that's how the Allah Machine Sinai was established. That yes, there's a din Arlen Chotzaretz, but the din also provided that in doubt it's permitted. 
That's how it was. That's how it was given over with the Allah Messina, that in case of doubt, you don't worry about it. Because otherwise, you know, it would be much more problematic. You wouldn't be able to just buy any orange. You have to worry. Maybe this is from an Orlov. I have no idea. Okay. Um, so that's the story. Fadas are only also bitten, but when it's Fadai. Okay. Amravasi, Amrabiachan, Likan, Alaklaim. Tvartari. You get Malkus for Klaim, Minatora. Some of the Rebelas are Rebelas, Vainantran, Haklaim, Midivri Sofrim. Why are you giving Malkus? It's only Midivri Sofrim. So it says, Lakasha, Kamaklai, Kerem, Kambar, Kavasi, Ilan. It depends what you talk about. Kalayakerem is is when you plant uh, other species in the vineyard, and Harkovas Eilan is when you do grafting. Kedushmuel, which is like Shmuel teaches, Dama Shmuel, as Chukasei Tishmuru. What does that mean? Chukim shechakakti l'chokvar, which is beem t'chalos abia kalayim, sod chalos isra. What does that mean? Ma beem t'chabar va ab sod chabar kava. The iser is grafting. There's an iser to do grafting. Okay, to graft grafting. two species. You know what grafting means. You're crossing between, making a cross between uh, a peach and a plum, what and you're making a nectarine. What? What's the word in Hebrew? Graft. Oh, in Hebrew, harkava. Harkava. Yeah. It's like uh-huh. lion. So then what happens if you go to the supermarket here, who sells it? You find a lot of fruit. You don't know where it, where it, says where it comes from. It is a big problem. If you know that you're getting, let's say, Jaffa oranges, so there's other problems. Yeah, Maybe from, from a Shemitah year, right? If, it knows, if you know that it's from Israel. But normally you, would, you wouldn't have to assume it's not worth it for them to ship all the way from Israel to bring here, unless it's something that can be dried or something like that. And also, they're obligated. It's an interesting thing. The supermarkets are obligated to say where its origin is from. It is, uh, so you buy garlic... It'll say if it's made in Mexico, if it's grown in Mexico or in China. You know, you can I eat it? No problem. No, well, not if it's from Eretz Yisrael. It may be problematic. Okay. Apples from New Zealand. Yeah, no problem. You, again, the idea is you don't have to assume anywhere Chutz Laaretz. You do not have to assume that it's Arla because Suffolk Arla and Chutz Laaretz is mutter for sure. Okay. Now, so what the iser is that you're going to get Malchus is the actual grafting. So the Gemara is bothered. It says Sadcha. Sadcha implies Sadcha. That's expect that that's yours. Meaning, like in Eretz Yisrael, that's what it sounds like. So the Gemara says, That's the difference if you're planting in Chutzlarz. So we're getting into a little bit about how does climb work here in Chutzlarz. It's an interesting concept. Rav Chanan, Rav Anan, Havashakli. So, so we have two rabbis, Rav Chana and Rav Anan, and they're walking on the and they're walking on the road. And Chazulo Gavra, the Kozaris Rhyme, Padiadadi, and they're planting he, this guy's planting seeds, and he's taking two different seeds and planting them in close proximity to each other. Okay? Wow, chutzpah, look what he's doing. He's planting right next to each other. That's Kalayim. Uh, we should put him in Kherim for doing that. He's doing something wrong. He's like, you don't really get the laws of climb very well. That's not a problem to do that. Then they saw another man. He planted wheat and barley right by the grapevine. So let's put him in cherem. 
Tzarisu. You don't know the laws of Klayim that well. Okay, it's not clear to you. Tzarisu lang Tzor Tasvala Teva. It comes from this. Not you don't have a clarity in the halachas. Lakaim along Kerabiosia. We don't hold. We hold like Rav Yoshia. The Amar Achi Yisrachita v'Sarav Bechartzam b'Mposiat. The Yisr the Araisa in is only when you pl- taking in the same planting wheat, barley, and the and the grapeseed all in one. You know, all one planting. Okay, Rav Yosef. So, bottom line is this type of this Isser of uh, of planting in close proximity. Is not usher uh, in chutzlaret at all. Okay, Rabbi Yosef Ma'arid Bizrani, he would mix seeds of different species bizarre, and he planted them, even though they're all you know jumbled together and grown next to each other in the ground. Okay, again, this is in chutzlaret. Isn't climb usher midivrei sofrim in chutzlaret? It's it's still usher. Amalei lakasha. There's two kinds. There's Klai Kerem, and that is also in Chutzar, but not Klai Zroim. The, the, the climb of planting seeds together is not Klai Kerem, Eretz. Here's how it works. Basically, in Chutzar, it's, it's, it's downgraded the, the level of Yisr. So Klai Kerem, Eretz, Asurim, In Eretz Yisrael, when it's actual climb of a vineyard, so then it's usher to benefit. It's much stricter. So it says, Pentigdash Amaleas is there, right? So it says it becomes mamish like Hegdish. So, Bechutz Laaretz, Nami Gazur Barabanan, the rabbis extended it and said that it's Asr. Kalai Zoram de Be'eretz, Loa Siri Bana, but Kalai Zoram just planting two plants right next to each other and not giving the proper space that they could not, uh, right? That, that is not Asr Bana in Eretz Yisrael. So they never even made a rabbinic decree for it all together in Chutzlaretz. That's what he told them. Um, I said that, that it's fine, but apparently I'm not correct. Why did Rav Zarginsa, Rav had in his, very interesting, in his yeshiva, he had a garden and the 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 ginza de beirav mishari mishari and he made sure that all the different species he had his cucumbers in a nice row then he had his tomatoes in another row and then he had his squash in another row he had everything separated my time why would he do that he didn't want to have them mixing Abai said to Rav Yosef that doesn't make sense bishlama if he was if he would have done like this, Yashmin and Arba, Al Arba, Ruchos, Haruka, Vachas, Bemza, if you put different, you know, in a, in a corn, in like a small patch, it put four species on the four corners. And one in the middle, you'd be right, Shapi, that would be right, that he's trying to be careful, which is the, what the minimum, the maximum closeness that you could have is putting them, I don't know if you remember this pictures of that. You yeah. put it on the four sides, and then one plant in the middle, and that would be shopper. That would be definitely indicating that he's trying to avoid kalayim. But, but is, uh, is dangerous. No, it's kalayim is not dangerous. Kalayim is asr. Okay, you know. I, I remember we saw. I don't remember we did with some, some drawings. Yeah, that he he separated the. the 
The species, right. But anyway, the point being is he didn't do that. He just had everything in separate rows. It just looks nicer. Because there's no requirement to plant that way in, in, in completely separate rows. You could have put it a lot closer. If you, put it, if you would have put it very close, just in, you know, in a way that it's still mutter, then you'd be right. He's trying to avoid climb. But the fact that he made a whole row of cucumbers and then a whole row of tomatoes, that's because it's Mishum noi, or to make it easier on the shamish, he's like he know he doesn't have to search where the tomatoes. There's a whole row of tomatoes. He knows where to find the tomatoes. That's all. It's a simple practicality and nothing to do with halacha. So don't you know you don't have to change your mind. And that's the bottom line. That it sounds like that Rav was actually right that the isra of klai zroim is not applicable in chosarts. It's only klai kerem that we're strict on. And, and that so is the bottom line. What? That, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry. It sounds like Lord. that's. It sounds like that's the. Is that the lacha lacha. That's a lacha then. In chutzlaritz, in chutzlaritz we're marling, but grafting is still aser. You're not let a graft, actual grafting. We can graft it, but we let someone else do it. If somebody, if a goyim grafted, the and fruit the doesn't become. We, yeah, we need the fruit though. Grafted fruit. We even buy the tree of a grafted tree, right? I, I mean, once it's already, once it's already done, you mean. Could we go and buy? I don't know. That's like, a good uh, question. I don't know what you know. They have those. Uh, they have those trees that they make. Yeah, a tangelo, uh, a tangelo tangerine tree. Tangerine. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It, first of all, you have to also understand that when it comes to climb, a lot of species are not considered a separate species. So, like a tangerine and an orange are in the same family. They may not even be climb altogether. You understand? It's only when it's um, defined as two separate, completely separate species that you're. Grafting together, that becomes even a vineyard when you have two different types of grapes is not clean. Right, exactly. You know, you have their your merlot, right, whatever mixed together, whatever. That uh, that's you don't so wine. Can, yeah. can you eat the, the produce though that's produced by mm-hmm. juice? Yes. Yeah, so you can eat a nectarine. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot of in general everywhere. The iser, there's no iser on eating. There's no iser on eating grafted fruit. Iser is to graft. Okay. All right, let's. The, I mean, that's the same with the animals. You're allowed to. You're allowed to benefit from a from a mule. Okay, you're not allowed to produce a mule. It's a big difference. Okay. All right. Is so. Um, that's a good question. All the srogim are grafted, but that's that's where it goes back to that same family and things like that. All right, which brings us to the. Mishnah. Okay, now amazing how this Mishnah is coming out right before, right before Yom Kippur. So kol ha'oisa mitzvah achas even lo. You do one mitzvah, it's going to be good for you. Omarichin lo yamav, and you're going to have a long life. Vinochal asaret, and you'll inherit the land. V'chol she'ena oisa mitzvah and if you don't do one mitzvah, imet even lo, it's not going to be good for you. V'emarichin lo yamav, and you're not going to have a long life. V'ena nochal asaret, and you won't inherit the land. So what's going on over here? What does this mission have to do with Excellent question, but it's it, it's no, because because right, right. they established they knew that we were almost at Yom Kippur, and they wanted to put a mission in for us so that when we when we that we should have a right for the Tafyomi guys. the Kumara is a contradiction here. How can you say that all mitzvahs? It sounds like any mitzvah. You do one mitzvah. You're good to go. You're gonna have a great life in this world, and then um, other mitzvahs. Uh, and, and if you don't, then it's going to be pretty bad. Okay, so the Gemara is saying, what are you talking about? Verminu, I don't understand. 
we say this every day. Boom. So that's the mitzvahs that have that quality that you have parents in this world. And the main part of the reward is saving for world to come. But sounds like other mitzvahs, there's nothing going on over here in this world. You have whatever merit you have, and you do one extra mitzvah to bring you over the top, it's going to be good for you. Meaning you have a 50, you're at a 50-50 point, and then you do one extra mitzvah, so then it's uh, going to be good for you. It's as if you fulfilled the old Torah. Michlal. So the Gemara says, and what about that first list? Hanach, afilu nami? Meaning to say that if, let's say, I didn't do any other mitzvah except for Kibbut Avayim, well, then it's going to be good for you in this world, regardless. Even if you don't have the 50-50, even if you're not mostly zchuyos. So I'm Rav Shemaya, Lomar Shem Shekula Machras. No, the way it works is, is that any of those mitzvahs that are in the list of Perusem Bolamazeh, if they're on the 50-50 mark, so I'm still 50-50, I don't have anything extra, equal equal lineup, but of the mitzvahs that I did keep, I have Kibbut Avayim, Kumlitz etc. So then, those mitzvahs are heavier mitzvahs, and they weigh you on the benefit side. And you'll have a good life. That's what it's saying. I heard a few many years ago that there is a discussion in the order of this life. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying these one is still the other first. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you do one extra mitzvah and you have more mitzvahs than Averis, it's going to be good for you? Probably. No. So he says, no, it's not going to be good for you. Listen to this. For a minute, listen to this <coughs> contradiction. Somebody who has more merit than sins. Marie and Loy. Then he's going to have a bad life. Okay? And it looked like he basically burnt the entire Torah. And it's so burnt up that he's not going to have even one letter left. Listen, one second. Let him finish the sentence. What if somebody has more sin than merit? He's going to have the best life over here. And it'll be like as if he kept every ice of the Torah, he's going to have a happy, happiest life. He's not missing one letter in the Torah. Meaning, if you have more merit than Averos, then God is going to want to clean you out from all your Averos here in this world so that you'll have a perfect reward in the world to come. So you can have a horrible life to make sure it's all cleaned away. And if you're the other way around, you have, you know, if, you, if you have more Averis uh, than, than mitzvahs, so God is going to want to do the opposite. He's going to give you all the benefit of those mitzvahs here in this world with the best life possible, so then the world to come, you'll be all in the other direction. Okay. This is not fitting. This is not fitting in. This is contradictory to what we just said in our Mishnah. So Amar Bayi, you're absolutely right. Here's what it's saying: Masnisin da'avdan le'yom tav v'yom bish. 
what the mission is saying is a much deeper idea. It's not talking about metivin lo here in this world. It means the yom, the real day, which is the day after, you know, after 120, that's going to be a good day or a bad day. That's what we're talking about. And Rav Amar Hamani, a different pshat. You want to know who that quote that you just quoted, where the, 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 where that, that you're not going to get anything in this world? Hamani Rabbi Yaakov, it's going like Rabbi Yaakov. The Amar, schar mitzvah by alma leka. There is no reward for mitzvahs in this world. At all. Including, and it's a different opinion than what we quoted before, that there's peros in Olam It's not true, according to Rabbi Yaakov. Okay? Rabbi Yaakov, any mitzvah, there is no mitzvah that has, that's written in the Torah, that has reward written right next to it. It's talking about revival of the dead, talking about some future point. Okay? By honoring one's parents, it says, Well, okay. And sending away the mother bird also says you get length of days, right? Um, uh, what if a father tells the son, I want you to go up, and bring me some young chicks. And he sent the mother bird away. And on the way down, not follow mace. He fell off the ladder on his way, performing this mitzvah. And he died. He died. Right? So, where's the good days? And where's his long life? There is none. Ella, what does it mean? It's not here. It's not in this world. It's for the world that is all good. In the future. It doesn't mean now. Okay? So the Kumar says, that's a great story. I mean, a terrible story. But who says something like that ever happened? So the says, Rav Yaakov, Maisa Chaza. Rav Yaakov saw the Maisa. He saw it happen. And, um, and that's why he knew that it, that, that it had to be a different pshat. Oh, so the Gemara says, Who says? Maybe the, the boy was thinking of sin at the time. And that's why he died. He was punished for that. So the says, A bad machshava, Hashem doesn't count against you. you it, only, it only action, you know, so if you were planning on doing a terrible thing, um, the, the Hashem doesn't punish for that. So the says, maybe, maybe he was thinking about idolatry at the time. Because when it comes to Machshava of Avadazara, then we are punished for what's inside our mind. Okay? That's exactly what Rabbi Yaakov's point is. If there is reward for mitzvahs in this world, the mitzvah should have protected him not to come to a thought of Avadazara. And they shouldn't have brought it to his head. What happened with. One second, let's finish. Listen, right? The question is: There's another rule that should apply here. When a person is sent to do a mitzvah, there is protection not to get harmed. And here he was 
being sent to do a mitzvah by his, by his father, and he died. How did that happen? Hasam Ali Hasan. Uh, Shani, that's only on the way to the mitzvah. This is the way back. Not in the either direction, not going, not coming. Okay? So, Sulam have interesting, yeah, but that's because the, that only works when you're being, you're taking regular precautions, normal precautions. But it was a rickety ladder, it was a bad ladder. The kviya zeka and the damage is is is, is established. That's like a, we're trying to rely on a miracle, and you're not allowed to rely on miracles. So yes, it's true you're protected, but only from normal normal behavior. But when it's risky behavior, you're not protected. You can't just jump off a building after uh, and you know because you took a dollar to do mitzvah, right? You still got to take care of yourself. And it's when you're doing risky behavior, you're gonna, you're not gonna be protected. You follow? That's the point. And there's a proof to that. How can I go and anoint David? You're better and he'll kill me. What do you mean? The answer is, is that it's a risky behavior. Okay. So I'm Rav Yosef. If the famous Acher would have darshined. This Rabbi Yaakov was his own grandson. Elisha ben Avuya was the one who went off the derech. And if he would have only darshaned the Torah the way Rabbi Yaakov, his grandson is, Lachati never would have sinned. What, uh, uh, what happened to Acher? What did he see? So, one version is, he saw exactly the story. Others say, he saw the tongue of the great rabbi Chutzpah Hamaturgman, who was one of the Asara Rugimalchus. A pig was dragging the tongue, um, and Amar he said, the mouth that was that 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 gave forth pearls of 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 wisdom. should be should be licking dirt. Not for cut, and he like he just went off the derech, and he went to, and he did did went out and sinned. So amazing story. Okay, Rami Rav Tuvi Bar Kisna the Rava. So Rav Tuvi Bar Kisna asked Rav a question. Tenan kolaisa mitzvah is mitivin lo. You do a mitzvah, you get a reward. Asain loyasalo. That's only if you do, not if you didn't do an avera. That's not going to count for you. So Verminu, don't we didn't we learn in a, a contradict it doesn't contradict this line. Somebody who sits and doesn't do a sin is like getting uh, you'll get rewarded as if you did do a mitzvah. In the avoidance of doing bad, you get a reward. So says, That's where you were tempted with sin and you had the self-control to the temptation. That's what we're talking about. Kihad Reb Chanina Bar Papi, like Reb Chanina Bar Papi, Tavata Ari Mitrunisa, and there was a woman who really wanted to be with. Him. She was desirous of him. What happened? Amar Milsa, he Reb Chanina Bar Papi was a great rabbi. He said, "It's a fascinating story." He said a word, and Umali Nafshi Shichna, and it made his skin break out in boils. So that she won't desire him. He made himself ugly. You following? What happened? This was a woman, right? So it made him look disgusting. 
what happened? She was also uh, knew how to do magic. And of the Himmels of the Itzi, she healed him. She made him back to answer again. Okay? Arak Tasha Bahupe Bani, he ran into a bathhouse. There was this uh, uh, a bathhouse that was occupied by demons. Okay? Very dangerous. Everyone was getting uh, you know, harmed by going in there. And that was the only place he was able to run away to, to, uh, to a haunted bathhouse. Okay? And what happened? I feel and um, the mocker the next day, Amrulay Rabbanan, the rabbis told him, Man Nitrach, um, um, who protected you? How do you survive? That they're, they're, they're damaging, uh, you know, what do they have? Demons in there. So the entire night, there were two officers of the Caesar that were protecting me. Amrulay, so they told him, that doesn't happen. That's a miracle. Uh, that's what you, you, there was an Avera that you avoided, and that's what you were protected. He's entitled to a miracle, because it's like a Mida Kenegin Mida. You went against your, uh, your natural inclination, so God will go against nature to protect you. And that's the story. We'll stop over here.